Hi, this is Jesslyn Etchell, and I'm chatting with some of my favorite women in a series called Wildish Wise Women, Conversations with Everyday Goddesses. It's my passion to connect women and remind us that supporting one another is our greatest strength. These discussions are an extension of the in-person women's circles I lead in the Bay Area and will explore a variety of topics. Thanks for joining us. All right. Well, I'm super excited today. I'm talking with Paloma Newman and Renee Gautier, and they both make up Rock Your Yoga Retreat. Paloma feels super lucky that she got to see the world at a young age and was able to live in countries like Sweden, Nicaragua, and Bolivia. Early on, she became passionate about traveling and experiencing other cultures. After finishing law school and working in several jobs in different industries, she found herself unhappy and stuck. So she decided to create her own dream career, merging her passion for yoga, travel, and philanthropy into one business. Today, she lives in San Diego with her husband and son and runs two businesses, a household, and makes time to practice yoga in the mornings. Her goal is to help yoga teachers create beautiful retreats and build a yoga business they love. Renee also lives in San Diego with her husband, her baby girl, and dog. Eight years ago, she made the leap to become a yoga teacher. She was eager to start teaching and took every opportunity. She got great experience, but she found herself driving all over town. Her batteries were being depleted, and she wasn't bringing in the money that she needed to sustain her. She made the big shift to start teaching private yoga out of her home and planning dream yoga retreats. So together they make up Rock Your Yoga Retreat, and they help yoga teachers plan their dream retreats and create a business that sustains them and makes them happy. All right, well, we'll just take a few minutes to connect um, the three of us on this call, and anybody that's listening, you can join in as well. We'll just take a couple deep breaths, so an inhale through the nose, and exhale out the mouth. Just a couple more like that, just to connect ourselves, to each other, to this call. And may each woman who needs the wisdom of this call find her way here. May we speak from the heart and create a wave of peace that radiates out on a global level. May each woman remember her sacred nature and feel the value of her presence in this world. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Thanks for having us. I'm so glad. So, Paloma, tell me, what's your favorite thing about being a woman? Ooh, (laughs) I have a lot of favorite Mm. things about being a woman. I was actually raised with all women, so uh, my dad passed away when I was young. And so all I knew for a very, very long time until I got married or, you know, had my first boyfriend was women. So I celebrate very much being a woman and um, just I love our intuitive self I feel like women are very connected to ourselves and to other beings for that matter too and so I love that yeah oh me too what about you Renee (laughs) what's your favorite thing about being a woman wow I should have been thinking (laughs) of my answer when um, Paloma was sharing hers but I was just enthralled in her answer (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing about being a woman, um, I feel like just to continue with what Paloma was saying about being in touch with our intuitive nature, I feel like as women, 
it's been okay, more okay for us to be our more whole, complete, com- complex selves, which includes mm-hmm. intuition, which includes mm-hmm. nurturing nature, which includes our strength and um, resilience. So, yeah, I think I, I love that. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so you both help people to plan retreats, but that also means you know the value of what it is to go on a yoga retreat and be away from life. So, Renee, tell tell us a little bit about why retreats. I mean, of course, we're focusing on women. I know you lead retreats for anybody that shows up, but maybe even touch a little bit why on you know on why it's specifically great for women to take time away and have a retreat. Well, interestingly enough, I have to say the majority of people who've been on our retreats have been women. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had some retreats that are specifically only for women, but even the other ones, um, I think women know the value of self-care yeah. a lot. <laughs> many, and, um, and we are as, you know, complex women doing many things, taking care of many other people while we take care of ourselves. So, I, I think retreats provide a remi- an, an amazing opportunity for all of us, specifically women, to pause and to take a complete break from the, all the responsibilities in life and really just focus on our own health and well-being, um, you know, physically th- through the asana practice of yoga, by eating nourishing food, by being surrounded in, in nature and beautiful places to really nurture our souls on a deep level for however long or short it is, whether it's a weekend getaway or 10-day retreat, just having that opportunity to to rest, to be, and to nurture ourselves. Yeah, that's great. It's been a big theme of this podcast, just about how many women take care of others before themselves, and mm. then we end up being depleted. So it's great to take that time to take care of yourself. Yeah. So essential. It's really essential. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's. I mean, if without you being well, then you can't take care of all those other people. But um, until sometimes people need a wake up call. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And you know, just just piggybacking on what you were saying, Renee, I feel like sometimes um, women need to have need to be reminded that they need to get out of their house Mm -hmm. in order to take care of themselves because we do take care of everyone else and. Retreats are only the beginning of it. You know, we want to teach people to do that on an, on an everyday basis and also, um, you know, be able to bring it in as much as possible into their lives and other people's lives. Awesome. So retreats are just a reminder of it. Like, yeah. this is what we need to do mm. more often. Perfect. Yeah, I have a friend and True. she has a, a young child and she goes, I just have to leave because if I'm mm. there, then I end up mm-hmm. doing this stuff. So if I don't actually leave and just leave my husband in charge, then... Um, yeah, I'm gonna step in because that's just yep. how it goes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Well, I know that um, you have this new shift into this um, new arm of um, your business or a separate business where you're actually helping other yoga teachers plan retreats. So, Paloma, talk a little bit about why you're sort of making that shift and and what um, what that looks like. Well, um, after planning retreats for a while, um, Renee and I both planned retreats separately and then we did a few together, more than a few together. And we, um, it kind of felt like a natural progression. Um, it was brewing in my head for a while. And then I, you know, started talking to her about it and she felt that that made total sense as well. So what we wanted to do was we felt like we wanted to play a different role in our lives and for other people and, 
stepping into more of a teaching role, a role of, um, you know, guiding other people, guiding other yoga, yoga teachers and also retreat leaders in general to, um, do amazing retreats because it takes a lot. It takes a lot to be able to plan a retreat. And, um, that said, you don't, you shouldn't give up because, um, if you know what to do, if you have the steps right in front of you, if you have someone that can help you and guide you, you don't need to make all these mistakes that we see people make all the time. And we've made them in the past as well. Right. And so we really felt like there was a big gap. You know, there's nobody out there doing that. There's nobody out there guiding teachers. Um, people, teachers are coming out of, um, yoga teacher trainings. Um, and they really don't have any, any background. I mean, they, they know how to teach yoga and they are focused on that, but there's also a lot of different things that can help them as yoga teachers bring their teaching to the next level and also grow, grow their yoga businesses. So we felt like this is something we really, really wanted to focus on and we're building it. And every day it kind of shifts into being its own thing. And we kind of have partly control over what it's becoming, but I also <laughs> feel like it's, it's, it's becoming its own thing and, and it's really exciting and it's a lot of work and it's a lot of fun. But, um, we feel like it for both of us, it, it makes total sense. I feel we check in often, like, how do we feel about this? And we both say, okay, we're on the right path. You know, this is, there's a lot to do, but we're on the right path. Well, that's awesome. And especially coming from you when you felt when you, you know, weren't on the right path, when things weren't kind of mm. coming together for you in your, in your business life. So that must be mm. a nice feeling to be in congruence with what you want. Yeah, that, it, it feels good. It feels good to be able to um, pick up to be able to have the freedom to do it as well. Like I feel like we both are in a place of our lives where we, yeah, we have families, you know, I have a boy, she has a baby girl, we have families and we have things, but we are lucky enough to be able to really pave this own, our own path or journey within the business. And that's really what we want to teach others. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Renee, I know that you guys have chosen um, this online format to reach people and talk a little bit about, I guess, why you chose that and, and what that is going to look like when you launch. I know you, you've, you've started sending out some information. I get it. And it's all great. And I know it's evolving to something more than, than what it is now. So, um, there are many, many reasons why we started an online program. And, um, I guess I'll start with, um, well, first of all, we can, we can reach more people, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> we, and so when we talk about, you know, bringing it back to what Paloma was saying, how retreats are just a reminder of what we want to do in everyday life. Um, what we're trying to, to teach is a lifestyle. And so when we teach teachers, it's expanding this, this idea of a more um, balanced and nourishing lifestyle. And so when we teach online, we're able to reach more teachers who could then teach this way of being in the world. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, that's the most important reason why. And the other, the other reasons have to do with our own lifestyles. Because when we think about, um, you know, just working with people in person, workshops and trainings like that, we, there's a certain amount of maybe travel involved and the number of hours that are involved. And so it's just a different lifestyle, maybe, you know, going from place to place. And, and that can be great and fun and exciting. But um, doing, uh, trying to find our own balance with work and family and 
being grounded in our own homes and lives, it just made more sense for us to, to explore this opportunity of, of how to communicate and connect with people in the virtual world. Yeah, and there's some statistic, which I'm not going to get right on, but just about the amount of people who are going to have access to the internet, it just keeps going up and up. I mean, even in developing worlds, and obviously, those people might not be ready to plan yoga retreats, but just <laughs> the people that are getting online, it's just, I mean, it's, it's a huge thing. <laughs> So, totally exactly and for ourselves you know we we've been doing trainings to for for us to learn we've been a, a students in, in various virtual trainings yeah and honestly it would have been really hard to make it to a training in person that was halfway across the country or right. you know with all the different things it it actually has worked well for us in our own lifestyles to be a student in the virtual world of yeah, online so it was education yeah, and so it actually went, exactly did you want to add anything yeah it actually i mean I love what you said, Renee, about um, just reaching more people and also giving them the opportunity to be able to be a part of this because mm -hmm. um, as teachers, it pushes us to a different level. We really have to be very intentional with how we teach and connect with people because we want to connect. We don't want to take that part out of teaching. You know, connection is so important and, and that's not there anymore, the one-on-one, -on -one, face to face eye-to-eye -eye connection. So we then have to find other ways to connect with our students. And that is, it's priceless because then we really are thinking about how, how we're doing it and how many ways we can do it. And, and, and it gets us to be really creative. And obviously we, we learn all the time, like what works, what doesn't work. But I love that, um, you know, we give people the opportunity to be a part of this, even though, you know, they could be sitting in, you know, a room in Paris trying to figure out how to do a retreat or someone in South Africa that wants to do their next retreat. So yeah. it's like just that global connection. But at the same time, as teachers, never losing sight on what's important as, as part of like the, the human connection there as well. Yeah. yeah. So you're just working to infuse that into the online presence. Yeah, that's right. Well, I would love to hear because you guys are both basically teaching about self-care. So teaching yoga teachers how to lead retreats and, and how to create that space for their students and for themselves. So we can start with you, Paloma, but how do you balance it all? Because you talk about, you know, you have this lifestyle that, you know, running a house and, and having kids. And um, what do you do for um, to manage your own self-care? Oh, um, I feel like it's... Um... I go back and forth a lot about like what balance means to me on a personal level. And mm -hmm. some days I feel like balance is one thing and other days I feel like it's complete opposite. So it's, it's really interesting how for me, like on a more philosophical level, balance really means different things depending on what I need that day. Um, one day could be balance could mean I have some time to hang out with my girlfriends. I, I can go grab a glass of wine and go hang out with them. And I feel like being able to talk to them about what it is to be a woman, a mother, you know, a wife. Other days it could be hanging out with my family and being with them. So it really is to me so different every day. And for, I guess the main thing is listening to what I need. And, and sometimes I'm not good at it at all, to be honest with you. I mean, sometimes it's really hard, but um, that is definitely part of it. And and then the other component is yoga. In my life, yoga means, you know, that's self-care. I, I take time to practice every week. I practice at least four times a week. And I feel like that is where I reconnect with, with that intuitive self. Mm -hmm. And that is where um, I open up that communication line between, you know, my 
outer crazy mind with in the inside connecting within type of thing. So that's 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 great. Well, I I like that idea of of finding balance in different ways. And and that goes back to what you love about being a woman is that you can decide that balance means this thing one day because it feels good and another day something else. Mm -hmm. So that was going to be my question. What's your like one go to thing that it sounds like yoga is your jam. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. <laughs> well, I think that, Surprisingly enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, um, Renee, what about you? How do you find the balance and juggle it all and, and still make time for self-care? You know, I think we practice, uh, we, we teach what we most need to practice. And so my whole reason for even getting into teaching yoga and doing being in the wellness industry is because I knew that I had to make that part of my own daily life. And so by teaching this work, I it, it forces me to have to live my truth. That doesn't mean it's easy either. And it doesn't mean that I don't get off balance. And, um, and just like Paloma and you both were saying, like balance shifts from day to day. It's um, an ever evolving process of trying to figure out what's the right um, equilibrium, if there ever is one, because we're always just going from you know, one energy to another. And then sometimes the ba- uh, combination of the whole is what really brings balance. Hmm. But um, as becoming a mom, I have a 10 month old and that really rocked my world. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I realized how even more essential my own well-being was for not only myself, but for my baby. And um, one of the things that I've been practicing and really trying to work on is simplifying my life because for a long time I've really enjoyed lots of different things happening at once you know lots of different projects and I get really excited about being involved you know many levels um, of, of you know fun things and work and whatnot but having a baby made me realize that um, I had to let go of certain things and just really focus when I when I am doing something. So when I'm with my baby girl, I try to be as present as possible. And when I'm doing work, I try to be as really present as possible. And and um, and then really learning how to say no to to other things that aren't necessarily as essential anymore. That's a huge piece of self-care that I think we overlook sometimes, just the ability to say no. And, and really, when you say no, you're saying yes to your, your self-care and your your own time. Exactly. I agree. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we know that women are amazing, and <laughs> they, they make really good entrepreneurs in different ways than men do. So I'd love for you to address that, Paloma. Just talk about the role that women are playing in these small businesses and, and what's the future of women shaping the business world in this new way? Oh, wow. That's, that's an amazing question. I, um, I always remember this thing I heard once, which was if you give a woman the opportunity to start a business and that was, I think pertaining to more of, um, the uh, developing world, mm-hmm. then you, it trickles down to their community which, and, in, in you know, then trickles down to the nation and so on and so forth. So I feel like for me, that really says a lot about what women do when they get the opportunity to be in a place of leadership. Mm. And so, um, and for us, I feel like 
it, it's just so it's, it's, it's an honor to be able to do this. I feel like it's an honor and women bring a lot of different components to a business. And I, I don't know if, um, you know, we can have a world where we only have, you know, or 70% of them are male dominated businesses because then, then we're out of balance as a, you know, as a society. Mm-hmm. So I feel like women bring what men don't have and vice versa. So we need, we need both. We need both elements. But, um, women, I think are very like naturally compassionate, naturally connect, like to connect, are super, um, in tune with what's around us. And I feel like all those things are amazing elements to have in a business because that's what where the whole business world is heading to. Business is changing, ever changing, and it's changing right now. And it's more and more about connection. People want to buy from someone they trust. They want to buy brands that they feel connected to, that speaks to their lifestyle, that speaks to what they care about, what their values are. And, I, and women are really good at bringing that up and really good at about connecting to those people. And um, there is just so much to being a woman when it comes to having a business that I feel like we've been missing out and I'm glad we're catching up. I'm glad we're getting the opportunity to do it more and more. Yeah, so, yeah. me too. Awesome. Yeah. That's wonderful. Is there anything you wanted to add to that, Renee? Let's see. I, you know, for a long time, I think the word business left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm. And I, I, you know, as much as I wanted to be quote unquote successful in some way, when I thought about business and the word marketing and promotion and selling, like all of those, I, they didn't really sit well with me. I didn't understand like how, how that could work for me and be, and feel okay. And so as, as Paloma was saying, you know, the business world is shifting because more women are being involved as well as just more consciousness in the way that we do business. Mm-hmm. And so through my own growth, I've learned that, oh, there, there can be a way to mm-hmm. have um, a conscious approach to the way we interact, the way we connect, the way we do business in the world. And, um, and so that's so refreshing. And I think, you know, in our, in our, the work that we do with Rock Your Yoga Retreat and teaching other yoga teachers, we want to inspire other people to do the same, to, um, not only be successful in the, in their retreats and their businesses, but to do business in a, in a different way that feels, um, connected to their core values and beliefs and, you know, also giving back in the world, a level of business that's, um, you know, really conscious of sharing and giving back to our communities. Yeah, that's amazing. So, I mean, it really sounds like your your business and your personal lives are are not going to be that different, which I think is a shift in and of itself. Like, okay, you have to be this one person in business and this one person in your personal life, but it sounds like you're trying to create some fluidity so that you don't have to change who you are. You can use who you are as a woman and just your personal, you know, your individual personality and have that just be a part of your business. Have that be the core of what you represent. Absolutely. I love that. And I feel like that's one of the things that we really want to focus on when we're teaching retreats, because we're talking about how to shape your yoga business as well. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that just exactly what we just said is you can have, you can enjoy your yoga business or whatever business you have, healing business, 
so you can enjoy it so much more when you feel like it's authentic to who you are, mm-hmm. when it's aligned with who you are. It's just a, a whole different ballgame. It's a different thing. And, and just being able to focus on that is important, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, obviously, you're, you're looking to inspire women to take action and be, be leaders, right? Mm, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To I be think... empowered and, and to, yeah, take that natural role, role of leadership that's already within us. You know, well, that's true. If we think about how many women are running households and how complicated that is, right? And a lot of times they do much more than just, uh, you know, cook and clean and help the kids and get them where they're going. And I mean, but that's huge. And that's a very much a leadership role. Exactly. That it, in a business role. Yeah, because you're yeah. managing a household <laughs> has so uh-huh. many components to it. And, yeah. you know, there's parallels to it everywhere. And I feel like women... Um, they, uh, women are capable, more than capable. Mm-hmm. And all we need is, um, all, also a change in our society, which is, is happening a shift yeah. where we are, um, given the opportunity, right? Given the opportunity. We're shaping it ourselves as well, but we're also given the opportunity. I think both of those things need to come together, which I love and I think is happening, which gets, it gets me really excited. Awesome. Well, I like passion. <laughs> we need, that's, that's why I think that's the reason why women are super good in business because we do get passionate about things. We, you know, get really excited about making a difference and, and having these ideas and bringing them to fruition. So, um, True. I know that you're offering off a lot of great content in your newsletter and you've got something that you think is essential for a, a yoga teachers out there. So what is it you want yoga teachers to know about their business? Ooh, do you want to start, Renee? Sure. We we have um, a recent blog post that uh, talks about some of the benefits of um, putting together a, a DIY do-it-yourself website and comparing that to um, you know paying for a designer to to make the, to make a web- website for you. And so we put together a little downloadable spreadsheet um to look over some of the pros and cons and the tips helpful tips for doing a do-it-yourself website and you know really this is something that can be so beneficial not only to yoga teachers but any other um person woman or man who's in a small business getting started trying to um get a website together to really just express themselves in the world in the digital world but in the world and so it, we think it's a great resource, not only for yoga teachers, but for anybody who's starting out and um, ready to to create that presence online. Awesome. Well, we'll have a link to it for them to check out. And it's perfect. I mean, especially having someone build their own and you take that technology piece and their own personal influence and gets infused into their online presence. Absolutely. Um, I, I built my website and my husband played a trick on me. He told me, he's a tech guy. He told me, I hate building websites. I'll do anything to help you, but I will not build your website. And I was like, okay. So I trial and tribulation and I figured it out and I, oh, and then later he goes, just so you know, I don't hate it that much. But he goes, I really, really wanted you to, to do it yourself. <laughs> 
That's such an awesome, I love it. I love it. It pushes you to do, you know, he knew that that's what you needed to learn. Yeah. He knew that. I was only irritated for like half a second. I'm like, okay, it was good. I appreciate it. And I had a couple moments where I was tearing my hair out and he stepped in and and like troubleshooted just a couple things here and there. But um, yeah, I can, I can vouch. It's not always pretty. It sometimes gets frustrating, um, but you get through it and, and you learn a lot. (laughs) <laughs> and the truth, and the truth is really the reason why we even brought up the subject is when you have an online business, it is your home. You know, some people say it's important. Some other people say it doesn't matter as much. We feel personally that it is important because when, once we had our website up and we've had websites before, it really brings home your business. It's like having it's your storefront online and it really makes you be more conscious about what you're putting out there. And so it, it has a lot of other effects to your yoga business or to your business in general mm-hmm. that um, we feel like it's important to spend that time doing it. And the techie part, yeah, of course, like we all struggle, you know, but once you learn it, you feel so accomplished, yeah, empowered, you, you know. rely on someone if you need to change it. I mean, right. people mm-hmm. say like, oh, I can't get onto my website because I can't get a hold of my web designer, but it's outdated. And so if you're, if you're, in the driver's seat, you get to make all the changes. Exactly, exactly. And sometimes you just don't have the option of paying someone that much money. Absolutely. And so it's it's good to give that option to people. And I feel like it's it, there's a lot of options out there right now. So that's great. Great. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you are putting all that out there and encouraging people to um, to get their name and their message on on the web officially. Um, is there anything else that I didn't get to ask either one of you that's important or that you'd like to share about your work that you do together? Ooh, <laughs> well, I'm, I, I feel like, um, you know, we teach how to plan retreats and that's one of our missions. But really, like Renee said earlier, what we want to do is inspire women in the yoga industry to get out there and really take ownership of what they're doing and, and be conscious and intentional about their, their road, you know, and, and, and not feel not feel disconnected with, with what they're doing. Meaning, you know, we, we all, like Renee said before, we all have had those, you know, feelings of business. The word business is just not, you know, maybe what we like the most or what the way the business has been done before may not be what we connect with, Mm -hmm. but you have the power to change that and you have the power to do it on your own and you have the power to really shape a business into whatever you feel it should be. And so bring in your values, bring in your yourself, and you'll see how that um, is a gift to the world, really. So oh, that's, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, any last minute wrap up from you, Renee? You know, Jesslyn, I just want to say that you are amazing and you always, always inspire me. And it's just a, such an honor to be on the show with you. Thank you so much for um, inviting us to be a Thank part of this. Thank you so much. So, yeah. and talk about inspiration. I'm just so excited for you to um, be doing this this whole podcast program and it's you're just a natural at it so thank you for letting us be a part of it oh thank you yes really thank you very much it. and and when we talk about women connecting and being connectors we really are because that's what my goal is for this is just to connect with women because we have a lot to offer one another and um to the world well thank i you. have a couple questions that are unrelated just kind of fun renee what's one book that changed your life Oh gosh. Um, wild. I love the book Wild. <laughs> oh, I love that book too. Oh, such a good book. Cheryl Strayed. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't read it, read it. Even so if you good. saw the movie, read it. So good. 
so good. Uh, what about you, Paloma? What's the oh, book that you love? I love books. Um, I sometimes don't have en enough time to read too many of them, but I, one book that really changed my life uh, is, um, and I don't remember the author right now, but it's called it. okay. When the Body Says No. And it really, I feel, um, was came to me in a, the right time at the right, you know, one of those books that really arrives to you when you need it the most. And oh, I really felt in it. Yeah. So that's a great book. I recommend it to anyone. If you can find the author, I don't remember yeah, his I'll, name. I'll link the resources. I'll look it up and I'll awesome. put it next to the interview. Thank you. And then Paloma, what's your favorite yoga pose? Oh, I love twisting. I'm oh, obsessed okay. with twisting. Any Anytime. Right. Yeah. Any mm -hmm. twist. Okay. Renee, what's your favorite pose? You know, it's always changing, which is really cool that it, you know, we don't get stuck on one thing. It can continue mm. to change. But these days, I'm having fun with handstands. Oh, <laughs> and, um, and it hasn't always been easy for me. I'm just having fun with it these days. That's my new current favorite. Oh, good. Well, I'm sure you're taking some, some tips from your little girl on being playful and. <laughs> Exactly. Oh. She helps me. I do handstands and she lies down on the floor next to me or crawls around next to me. Oh, good. She's your cheerleader. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for doing great work in the world, ladies. I'm so happy that I got to talk with you. And everybody check out Rock Your Yoga Retreat. I'll have all the information here for you to click and um, get their free gifts on how to build your own website and take charge of your business. Awesome. awesome. Thanks, Thank you, Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Thank Yay. you. Bye. Bye.